You're a man of strong passion, a warrior of great courage, designed and created to conquer, to crush it in singleness and marriage, to master fatherhood, finance, and health. You were made to reign in life. Gentlemen, you're listening to the Reign in Life podcast. We have a passion for engaging men where they are in life, empowering them with truth, and encouraging them on their walk. You're tuning into the Q&A segment of our podcast, where I engage with your questions submitted through our website at ireigninlife.com forward slash questions. If you have any questions, go ahead and submit them there to be answered and featured on a future podcast episode. But if you're interested in engaging with us in a deeper and more personal way, consider becoming part of our life group. Our life groups are tailored for men with busy schedules to help you grow and connect together. Come see what it feels like to be encouraged and empowered by other godly men. You can get on the waiting list at ireigninlife.com forward slash groups. Before we get into this week's question, let's shine the spotlight on the iTunes review of the week. This podcast review is coming from Jesse HG4. Jesse, thank you so much for leaving this review. It is titled Shockingly Genuine Intensely Real. Yeah, I always want to stay those two things. Absolutely. It says, this is a source for men to draw from that will fill them up from genuine, real, brutally honest testimonies. Man, thank you so much, Jesse. Thank you for taking the time to leave that five-star rating. I really appreciate the fact that you are just committed to listening, to getting tuned in, and that you want to hear the brutally honest stuff, right? That you want to grow, that you want to be part of this ministry and actually know what it is that the Lord is saying about you, about your identity as a son of God. And uh, yeah, we're just going to keep it real, man. So again, thanks for that podcast review. Gentlemen, if you have a review that you want to leave us, go ahead and head over to iTunes.com and search us up, uh, the Rain in Life podcast, and any review, seriously, about me, personality, any of the ideas, topics, anything we talk about, charisma, uh, or the fact that we're just genuinely honest and we're just real, right? So leave us a review, head over there. I'm also going to leave the link below so that you can leave a review. Everything is appreciative. Actually, guys, it really does help getting us uh, in front of the guys who need this, right? So the podcast reviews, the rankings help us get in front of the guys who need to hear um, some of the things that you are learning from or drawing from that you are benefiting from. So it actually is this little action is having a significant impact on somebody else's life. So thank you so much. So today's question comes from a young man who is curious about plans. And I love the fact that young men are just reaching out and wanting to get wise counsel. And actually, this question is about receiving wise counsel. It's about knowing if you're even doing the right thing, if you're in the right path, if you are in God's path for your life. So the fact that you are reaching out to us, that you're taking advantage of this opportunity good on you. Congrats to you. Standing ovation to you. Seriously. Guys, if you do want to send in some questions, go ahead and check out ireigninlife.com forward slash questions. You can send them in there. But for today's question, I want to do something a little different. So, My favorite Dominican, what's going on? Hey, go ahead and give me a mic check, check, check. Mic check, check check awesome (laughs) hey so i'm recording this on video and audio so there's no bs behind this i am drop calling you you're gonna be on the hot seat let me guess you're in your you're in your uh yellow twinkie right now you're driving 
Close, man, but I'm in the Batmobile, the all black truck. But <laughs> <laughs> very well. Hey, so I got a question for this week's uh, Q and Ray segment of the podcast. I want to share it with you. I want to see, get your insight, and see if we can have a discussion about it. I love that you picked up the phone in like T minus three seconds. I appreciate that. That means a lot. I'm all in, baby. Let's go. All right. So this young man wants to know how to make plans in life and make sure that our plans are aligned with God's. Because sometimes in life we want to make a plan, but we're hesitant because we're unsure if it's what God wants for us. Okay, so off the top of my head, there's some things that in life that are not in the Bible, like does God want me to take this promotion or not? Right. And I think a lot of times we can make plans and we can be sure that God will commit himself to them if our character is right. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And so I think a lot of times, like if we're making plans in alignment with his will, like um, maybe for our families or for whatever, we can look at biblical references for that. Right. But I think on the more broader, broad spectrum, like what about if the Bible isn't talking about these things? Should I move over here? Should I do this? Yeah. Um, I think the Bible is adamant. I think it's in a psalm. It says, commit your way into the Lord trust also in him and it shall surely come to pass. Right. And so I feel like, I feel like the only thing I have to do is prepare my character and integrity and in honor, commit myself fully to it and then trust as far as the outcome of that. If I didn't get the job promotion, it's of the Lord um, and something better is coming my way. Wow. Man, I think people are going to think that we staged this and that you have a script in front of you because that was good, man. <laughs> hey, that was excellent, dude. I, I absolutely agree with you. The fact that, can you hear me okay, by the way? 100%. All right, awesome. The fact that we um, come up with these you know, new uh, ideas and these new choices that we have to make, we think, well, we can't go to the Bible with this because it has nothing to do with Instagram. It has nothing, there's nothing in the Bible yeah about Twitter, you know, but the fact that the the thing is, is that there's nothing that catches God by surprise and we can actually dissect the word and find wisdom, find counsel, um, within the word in scriptures that we don't even think has anything to do with social media, has anything to do with promotions, has anything to do with whatever we're trying to get on, uh, in life. So you're absolutely right about that, man. I think, um, some of the thoughts that I just, uh, had come to my mind was, um, First Peter five, five. And, and this, I, I really do uh, live by this. It says, uh, you who are younger, be subject to elders, close yourselves, all of you with humility towards one another for God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. I think the fact that I will make decisions based on submission to other people who might know better than me says a lot about my heart condition. The fact that I've called you saying, hey man, I don't know if I should get this knee surgery or not. What do you think? And I take your uh, answer and what you have to say and value that and humble myself, even though my 27 year old self says, I can keep going, don't worry about it. I humble myself to the point where, hey, I'm gonna be subject to you. What do you think about that? I think that it goes hand in hand exactly with what we were talking about with character, because to get to that place, you have to have that character, right? And right. that's that's a Christ-like subjection. Christ submitted himself to the world father. And even the crazy thing where he says, like in the Garden of Gethsemane, not my will, but thy will be done. Well, people yes. forget that, like people forget that the work of the cross at Calvary wasn't Jesus's idea. 
it was his submissions to the father's plan right. so we can be fully reconciled. And I think people get this idea of like angry God and Jesus being like, calm down, dad, calm down, dad, calm down. But what, but what we're saying is just like you're talking about was subjecting yourselves to elders, yeah. subjecting yourself to plans. And, and that's the design of the Bible. And that's what we're talking about. Well, if our character is in alignment with the design of the Bible as men, then the reality is God's like, do what you want. Right. Yes, <laughs> right? exactly. We, exactly. We wouldn't want to do ill will towards anybody else. Right. Right. Yeah. And, um, and so I think those two things go hand in hand. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's about the heart condition. Jesus came and was concerned with the heart, not about actions, not about how many uh, laws you can keep and how many precepts you could remember. He wants your heart 100% of the time. And it's funny because you brought up that scripture, uh, Psalm 37, 5, uh, commit your way to the Lord, trust in him and he will act. Um, you gave me that scripture when I reached out to you. And it's, it's crazy because I've been chewing on that still, man. It's been 10 weeks since I had my surgery. And this is how I, how I'm picturing it. Commit your way to the Lord. I'm committed. Whenever I get onto a C-130 with a parachute on my back and say, Hey, (laughs) I'm going to do this. Like I'm committed. I'm in the air. Okay. (laughs) I am 3000 feet in the air. I'm about to go. But the thing is, is that the next portion of it, trust in him and he will act. That's something where our passive commitment Right. Like the fact that I'm just on the C-130 doesn't get me the rest of the way. Like I actually have to jump out and trust that yeah. the person who packed my parachute, who I can't see who it is. Right. Wow. It's in a hidden logbook. The person yeah. who packed my parachute has my best interest in mind and I wow. have to trust. So it's not just commit, but also trust in the jump and know that that thing's going to open in one Mississippi two Mississippi. three. <laughs> yeah. Well, think about think about how crazy it is. And like, think about your mindset in that way, because um because like when you go from jumping out of that airplane out of fear, yeah, you're you're dreading the whole process. Absolutely. Right? But if there's a confidence that the people, these people do have my best interest in mind, it almost like obviously the nerves are still unsettling. Right. But there comes a point where you're enjoying the jump, the free Absolutely. Fall, yes. Instead yes. of being like, I'm going to die, I'm going to die. But now you're enjoying it saying, I trust and I have confidence that when I went in the right timing to pull this and it will be a sure thing that I can trust in. 100%. That's exactly how it was. That is the experience. So your first five jumps, you are terrified. They're all night jumps because you close your eyes. So it doesn't matter whether it's midday or night. They're all night jumps. But yeah, once you start to trust in, in, in his ability, the ability of the person who packed that parachute, you know, uh, you get to enjoy something different. Um, you get to enjoy that different perspective, right? You get to see the world from a different perspective. So, um, you know, when I was a young man, I was driving in Southern California and this pastor named Pastor uh, Greg Laurie um, came on the radio and he shared this and it's still in my mind seven years later. He said, God could be speaking to you in four different ways and or he can be giving you four different answers to your question. So this is pretty relevant. You know, if you if you how do you know if you're making the right plans? Right. God is speaking. He's either telling you slow. He's telling you grow. He's telling you no or he's telling you go. And a lot of times we're just like, God, yes or no, yes or no, yes or no. Well, uh, the guy's not limited to yes or no. He can tell you, hey, son, grow, because what you're asking for is right, but you're not right for that yet. What are your thoughts there, man? Bro, that's 100%. I think that we ask for the right things. 
and like you were talking about. And like, for for instance, I want to see God pour out his glory. Now, when you hear like glory, like um, it's literally like the kabod, um, which means like the weight, right? The tangible yeah. weight, the presence of God that would come into a place and all men fall. Um, and so like, so I'm like, God, pour out your glory on right. the church in right. this place. The reality is though, like as a loving father, he's like, son, like it can't, the structure can't handle it. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, like if I put my weight into this, it's going to buckle. Yeah. So, so the answer to your prayer is yes, but also, um, I'm going to need you to make sure that like things like the finances and things like pastoral 100%. care, like all the systems are set up. So, so when it's time, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And all that really leaves into play is, is me, right? So yeah. the question is God's willing to, so I need to prepare myself and I need to prepare systems that are able to house the weight of what he wants to put into, um, in that way. Man, that's awesome, dude. That's exactly, that's perfect. Perfectly said, uh, the fact that God is not, he would be, you know, I would be an irresponsible father if I gave to my four-year-old son the weight of uh, responsibility when he's not yet ready for it. Yeah, bro. You know, Dyphus would be called on me if I did anything remotely close to that. You know, absolutely, son, take apart this engine now. <laughs> You're not coming inside yeah. until you do it. <laughs> he's still learning. He's on letter I right now. His uh, preschool class is learning the letter I. So. <laughs> yes, and I've been I've been marinating on like literally um, Ecclesiastes three, but there's that point where he says like, "What God does, He does forever. Yeah, no man yeah. can add to it, and no man can take from it. Right, and and." Another part right before that, God says he makes all things beautiful in yes. his time. Yes. You know what I mean? And like, and just that waiting process, that developing process. Right. And, um, and if we are making plans, like from the beginning of the question, if we, if, if we're making the right plans, Lord, I want to advance my life in this way or this way or this way. Should I switch into real estate? Should I go into banking? Should yeah. I, should I go back to school? Like all this, all these things that our mind gets clouded on the Lord's like, I'm just more concerned that you're the right person. And when you apply your character to what you want, I promise you with your character, I will put on you the weight of my glory. And that will manifest in resource, open doors, promotions and stuff like that. Yeah. So good. I I think I just, before we go, I want to give this liberating piece. Um, Matthew 6.33 says, seek first his kingdom and righteousness and all these things will be added to you. I feel like sometimes maybe that might sound a little cliche because so many people repeat it. But uh, the the piece that I want to add here is seek first the kingdom of God doesn't mean have a list that says, uh, seeking first God, then I'm going to seek my wife's heart. Then I'm going to seek my children's <laughs> heart. Like you are seeking first the kingdom of God when you are seeking your wife. You're seeking first the kingdom of God when yes. you're playing Legos with your children. You're seeking first the kingdom of God when you're pushing carts at Walmart. You are always seeking yes. first the kingdom of God. And there's no secular to sacred divide, right? There's no yeah. difference whether you are going to seek first real estate or whether you're going to go into yes. seminary. Like it's all, it's all holy, right? So the yes. fact that we have this idea that like, you know, well, if it's God's will, then it's going to be a full-time missionary or I'm going to be a full-time uh, pastor or whatever it is. No, God might be calling you to full-time finances and you are going to bring yeah. righteousness and restore integrity into the financial field, wherever it is that you're supposed to be going or wherever it is that he's leading you. And it's going to be for a purpose, right? Oh so, my goodness, bro. Seek uh, first t- the kingdom. T- 
to literally to literally piggyback on that because it's so apropos um galatians chapter two paul is explaining his personal testimony and he was in the church of jerusalem with peter and james and john and it said that they peter james and john saw that the authority of the gospel manifested in paul to the uncircumcised and paul said and likewise them to the circumcision so what i'm getting at is here's this crazy thing bro and we were just talking about this last sunday where where paul's heart bro above all things right his biggest desire was to minister to israel he says in romans like like i would give myself to be in hell if all of israel could be saved right yeah, yeah. so he in his the beginning of his ministry he tried as hard as he can to um to preach to the gospel to the jews and they almost killed him and he right. left damascus excuse me so but what i'm getting at is this <clears throat> The apostles verified Paul's calling to the uncircumcision, which means Paul's original desire didn't match where his purpose was. Yeah. But once he, but once he found that his purpose was to the Gentiles, yes. his desire began to follow. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, great so point. Sometimes, sometimes we're like, man, like this is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want. And God's opening up other doors, which initially were like, I don't know if that's mm-hmm. what I'm about, but then you step into it and, and God uses you in ways. And when you're saying seek first the kingdom, well, like you're saying, it's really just like, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. Yeah, You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, 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 this is what I desire the most, but if I can be used in any sort of way to the Gentiles, if I can be used any sort of way in financial banking, if I can be used in, in any certain way in the military, if I can be used, like what, however you want me to be used, I'm willing to do that, you know? Awesome. And then, uh, and then just praying. And then once you feel like God's giving you a specific vision, um, I would say narrow it down to a couple of things and then seek counsel from elders yep. and then... And then eventually just step into it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And Proverbs 19, 20, listen to counsel and, and uh, yeah. accept discipline. So you, you know, see counsel as one of them, but listen to counsel. That's yes. oh, <laughs> there's yes. the hard part, man. Hey, I am so glad you picked up the phone. I'm so glad you are a, uh, you're a well of knowledge and I'm so appreciative of you being a resource uh, for me to, to tap into and have that I have access to you. Thank you so much, man. Bro, I love you. There's a blessing upon your life. There's an anointing upon your wife and your kids are going to just grow in blessing, bro. I love you. And I will talk to you later, my friend. All right, my friend. I love you too. We'll talk. Bye. Gentlemen, there you go. There you have it. Hey, if you don't have a resource like that, if you can't just pick up your phone and call a brother in the Lord and just kind of have a discussion that way, I want to tell you, we have men over at ireininlife.com forward slash groups who are ready to partner with you to get along side of you and get get, uh, together with you, partner with you, to grow with you to encourage you guys stop doing life alone stop walking around with all these questions and get with other men who are devoted to to walking this life out to walking in a manner worthy of the lord to encouraging each other empowering each other engaging in a way that is meaningful gentlemen you were made to reign in life until next time continue to march